Hey everybody, welcome to the Dear Warren Podcast. Welcome back to the Dear Warren Podcast for Tuesday, January 8th, 2019, where we usually do stories, principles, parables, and lessons and pass them down to my son, Warren. We are back. I am back. Yes, we're still doing this thing. Okay, so the best way I can describe the reason for that bit of a gap, that absence, is... um, Life can obviously be hard, and especially when it throws curveballs at you, and it can set you back physically, emotionally, and mentally. I know that a bit ago, it set me back to the point where I didn't feel comfortable doing a lot of things, including this podcast. Even though I had recorded two amazing episodes back in October uh, with wonderful guests, I personally felt I wasn't in the right frame of mind afterwards to give the proper care the respect, and the due diligence to go through the formal release and production cycle of the episodes. It's been a few months since then, and through lots of work, hardship, love, and support from friends and family, I'm pretty much getting back there uh, as evidenced by me talking in this recording now. So once again, I apologized for our absence and our delay of episodes, and I hope to continue moving forward with the Dear Warren podcast in earnest. This pre-recorded episode was from October, and it features our good friend, my brother, Mr. Mario Hamblin Jr., returning once again. Uh, You remember Mario. He's a teacher. He's a jiu-jitsu practitioner. He's one of my favorite people to talk to, evidenced by my many requests to have him on the podcast. And in this episode, uh, it's a great recount of Mario's recent jiu-jitsu tournament experience, and it really touches on the topic of social anxiety. That you would think, you know, social anxiety, it's about being awkward or not being able to talk properly. And man, do we go way deeper than that in this in this discussion. I also saw Mario back in December during uh, the holiday party we got together with and uh, let him know about the apprehension I had in finishing up all the, the episodes I was sitting on and releasing it. And I really appreciated his encouraging words, his understanding and his patience in my dealing with this. And just how Mario dealt with me, I'm sure y'all are going to love um, how Mario dealt with his personal journey. So please enjoy as we present to you, Mario Hamblin Jr. This is the Dear Warren Podcast. Mr. Mario. You're in the building. Again. Appreciate it again, as as I said, another last minute, but you're always there, always dependable, and always delivering. Because I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to sing on y'all. Y'all not ready for that. The first thing I wanted to ask you about was how the tournament went, because I know it was, uh, it, was, it was something you've been meaning to do. We've talked about it in the past, and why don't you describe that whole experience for, once again, our jiu-jitsu crowd. Oh, all right. So, like, I don't know. Like, I just decided to just jump into the fire head first, like... On, on a moment's notice, I saw the posters up around the gym. I heard that Adam was doing a super fight, and the guys were contemplating it. In the last small um, tournament, I was like, you know, I'm not really big into the tournament scene, but I'm going to check it out, see what I like, and see what's different about it rather than just, like, big Naga tournaments where, like, there's 2,000 people in a gym, and it's super loud, and the whole room is electric and stuff, and that's, like, really anxiety-provoking for me. 
So I went to the last tournament. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, it's a small gym. It's like 70 people in here most. And where, where was it? I and mean, what was it? It was in um, Red Bank. It was uh, the Albright um, Oktoberfest tournament where it was a tournament and we had a bar bar crawl after. It was Ooh. super dope, man. Like all what these cauliflower uh, cal- cauliflower ear dudes in the bar just hanging out, talking about it. Like, they're all nice people just chilling, like walking around you know beers here wings there it was real nice um yeah i just like i don't know i found myself thinking about it more and more as like weeks were going on and then like a month out i was like you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna sign up i'm just gonna do this because the biggest hurdle for me was me it was my anxiety it was that i was standing in my way it was that i didn't you know because i've done team sports we talked about this i did track and field all those things and i've won things in track and field but that's it's not like alone like alone like on the mats by yourself and everybody's like whoa go mario i'm like oh shit like it's just me but um i decided to go out and this whole this whole month of me prepping was mostly me sharpening my technique of course and training pretty hard and also just keeping my mind right is what i i never did before because all my other tournaments my mind was never right like my first one i just i I was ill prepared i had no idea what i was jumping into and then when i got there i was completely alone like nobody was i don't even remember i told mike i think mike was doing something and bruce was supposed to show and then like kev kev trag was there and ronnie was there for like a little bit but like ronnie didn't know i was some random 17 year old to him he had no idea who I, I kev, was. kev trag is a future guest too yeah, we don't know he, when but he's a future yo, guest. i haven't seen him in like years man like, <laughs> there's so many old people we used to roll with i haven't seen but like there were random people there but nobody was really coaching me so i was mm. completely alone that first time shut down it was it didn't go well and like even the triangle that homeboy got on me was just just it was like a, a, a panic tap it wasn't even really i was choking i was just like oh my god his legs are wrapped around me and then i just like tapped and i was like that i shouldn't have done that and the second time i went the whole time but like i was like i lost my job like the week before and i had a huge blowout with my family and like it was household issues and all these other things were just caving like the day before the tournament i had a huge blow on my family and that played a lot in my mentality and also stuff with my family so it was really bad and ironically enough the same type of thing happened this time but it was um i kept a good mentality i've been like listening to good music i've been listening to ted talks i meditate with um headspace on my phone and i've been doing that every morning and you've been teaching 6 a.m on uh, mondays awesome and i've been doing it on wednesdays so that's a really good practice to make me more consistent so consistency has been a big thing in my life there's something about being forced to get up in the morning right first thing in the morning and not only that it's it's not that you are voluntarily getting up you have to i have to because there's people depending on you oh my god and like adam knows the perfect way to get in my head and i was like yeah you know i set like two alarms he was like oh yeah you better get up i will he was like okay i'm just saying you better, you better get up. I'm like, dude, I will. So I go home and I'm sleeping. I'm like, I wake out of a cold sleep. I'm like, yep. what time is it? I'm like, oh, it's four, two in the morning. Okay, go back to sleep. <laughs> so like, I definitely go. I, I just, he knew how to get in my head and make sure I would get there. But it's all about consistency. So now it's not even a problem. Like I wake up at five sometimes without even an alarm. I'll just wake up on random days. And sometimes I'll just stay awake. You're you're a day walker now. I am now. It's it's over for this <laughs> night owl stuff. Like I'm waking up early and I'm doing stuff. I feel more productive. I feel better. Like being a night owl seems fun. It's a lot of fun being up when everybody else is resting. But it's even more um 
rewarding to be awake when everyone is asleep, but like being awake before them, because then that's discipline. Like staying out late is about like stamina and like nighttime still like you know hanging out with friends like social energy that i don't always have i'm an ambivert like i'm i'm social but after a while i'm just trying to go home sit on the couch and watch some black mirror or something like i don't i want to be by myself or whatever your show is it doesn't have to be so dark <laughs> that's also how you uh, stress and train yourself right that's watch it. black mirror and not even not even flinch no no just just <laughs> stare at the technology so no so this this um training time i was like working on my mentality and staying right in my head and being positive and i thought of something that um smoothie actually told me last time i saw him because we were scrambling and like we we're just going but i was he said that i was just locking up and i would just get really like like you know um stiff and he was like just just flow with it just go around just flow with the go like mike would say and you he's just like just keep moving just feel it out and if it goes wrong just keep moving just whatever like what's the worst that's gonna happen you know so i did that for like a month and i was like oh, i found myself sometimes dancing while i was rolling because it that's just how my body expresses itself it wasn't to patronize anybody i was just that's me being fluid and me feeling it out and just bouncing so um last saturday comes and um, I went to a field trip with my kids at work and we went apple picking and stuff. And I get back and like, I'm a little itchy chest, you know, I have allergies and stuff, but Saturday, Saturday night, like I was just deathly ill. Like I, yeah. it was, everything went bad. I was like one of these kids sneezed in my face or something and got uh -oh. me sick. And so, and then Monday I go to the doctor, like I had had a hard time breathing. I used all my asthma meds, every, every med I had, I used Come Monday, I find out that it was my allergies. Like, my allergies had been killing me and forced me to get sick. And now I have fluid in my lungs and scar tissues messed up. And you can even hear the deep breaths I'm taking right now. And it's not because I'm talking a lot. Like, this is how mm -hmm. I have to breathe. Like, I've been a, a mouth breather for three days and then struggling lung breather, you know. I can't breathe. Or rest in power, or Garner. But I just struggle to breathe all the time with my asthma. Like, that's some real, real shit. And it sucks. But that weighed in my mind too and i was like i'm not gonna let this get me down like no no matter what happens i'm still going i'm not gonna make any excuses like oh my ass but no I'm like no i'm gonna because i i know i picked this martial art the one that strangles people i the asthmatic knowingly picked the hardest martial art already struggling to knowing breathe. one of the avenues to victory is to actually choke mm -hmm. and choke. to make the person not breathe or yep. not have blood flow yep. properly through the body and forcing them to tap because that's totally not a problem <laughs> that i have daily anyway so, <laughs> so i was like you know trying to get better trying even yesterday i was on like six different meds so friday i was like really 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 anxious and then saturday morning i woke up i'm like i'm okay you've done everything just take your meds do what you gotta do you know, you're going in there, you're going to get it going. So I showed up. Um, Adam has a super fight. Shout out to Adam. Awesome coach. Karen was there supporting baby Thad on her chest. You know, she's a super mom, man. Super mm -hmm. trooper. Just standing there with coaching with the baby on. Roll over. Get the underhook. Get the, go to half guard. Slow it down, Mary. And I'm like, look, I can like see the baby there. I'm like, that's yep. so great. You guys are awesome. But, um, Shout out to Graham Christie. He he won his mm -hmm. um first tournament white belt. It was awesome. Like he just he went out there and got after it and he did his thing. So I'm sitting with Adam 
neither of us are like warmed up. We're just chilling. We're watching Graham and stuff. And my match was supposed to be after the black belt super fights. Hmm. Relaxing. I'm still fully dressed. And um, I see some purple belts. I see some more purple belts. And then I see some purple belts rolling. Then I'm like, what's what's up with the skip? What's going on with the schedule? So I run mm-hmm. over. I'm like, hey, so our purple belt's going? And Chris looks at me, Chris Albright, who's running. He's like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, Gotta love the local, you know, yo. <laughs> small tournaments. Oh, like, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, I guess they're going. Like, I, I have to watch this. I'm like, what? Because he, he was watching another one. I'm like, dude, what? So Because I'm freaking out. But I'm like, you know what? No, no, no. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Go get dressed. I go get warmed up. Me and Adam are pummeling, pummeling, pummeling. And I'm like, he's like, all right, so what do you want to do? And my mind just totally went blank. I'm like, ah, I don't know what I want to do. He's like, well, do a normal warm up. <sighs> okay. And I just started running around and I'm running and like, I could feel all the mucus in my lungs. And I'm like coughing all hard. I'm trying to get everything out. I'm like, I'm not going to make it like, um, it's not going to stop me. I'm like, this is not going to stop me. This will not be the end of me. Thank you for this delicious tea again. This is wonderful. No problem, man. Um, so, yeah, I got all warmed up. Good to go. And then I hear um, John. I forgot his last name. I'm going to look it up in a second. But I hear John and then like Mario Hamblin on deck. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to walk out in a second. Uh, then I hear them call me a second time. I'm like, oh, on deck meant right now. So I run out. And nice dude from Garden State BJJ. Um, walk out. Shake hands, it's all good, and we get it going. And immediately, I was like, "Okay, well," and was like, "You're really good at dragging, so you should drag." I'm like, "Cool." Um, going in a couple boxing, you know, I'm like going at the stamina pace that I had been training for all month, and I'm like, "Cool, I'm revved up, and I know where my tank is and how fast it can refill." Awesome, jab, jab, cross, jab, jab, and like I'm you not know, for, not actual jabs. Not, and not actually punching, homie. I'm trying to get like grips, <laughs> and he, his arms are like real tight in, so mm-hmm. I can't get my grips real fast. But I um, faked one two, and then I got the cross collar, mm. collar drag, like immediately with my whole body collar drag. Boom, slammed him, and it went perfectly. I'm like, good. Tried it a second time, didn't work as well because he expected. I'm like, all right. I switched to a collar sleeve. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get the hip toss because I know I could bang that out easily too. And in the in the um, moment, I saw that he was leaning forward. He had buried his weight down. I'm like, oh, I just, just go for it. Like, I'll just use momentum. I forgot to step in. Mm-hmm. So I ended up just pulling him on top of me. So I'm fighting from half guard. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it was just like, just straight up him dominating, but I didn't give up. I yeah. didn't just roll over. He, and let did him. he get the takedown points from that? Is that what um, happened? No, he okay. didn't get takedown points from that. Um, because it looked more like I was taking. Guard. At least pulling, I don't think so. Him. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he got takedown points. Like, um, the final score was like eighteen to two or eighteen to four or something like that. Like he's, I found out like a a D one or D two or D three, whichever D is a big deal wrestler. Like he's he's the man. So I'm like, oh shit, like cool, cool. I held my own with somebody mm-hmm. who was like the man, you know. And we went, didn't get tapped. He tried for a head and arm triangle. I'm like, you're not going to do this to me because yeah. that's my favorite. So no. And like uh, rolled out of, he got my back, fought out of that, get back to half guard. Was was it a good matchup as far as uh, size and weight? Oh, I'm like a foot taller than this guy. Okay. Like, I'm way taller than him. And uh-huh. maybe there's three pounds difference between us. So, oh, it's different. Huh? Yeah, it's way different. And at one point we got to my guard and oh, by the way, so as soon as I pulled him on top of me, I'm like, okay, cool. I can work for half guard. This is what we're going. And I'm starting to move. And it wasn't his pressure. It was that my lungs were just were not expanding anymore. Uh-huh. I'm like, 
oh shit, I didn't account for my asthma at all. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about that whatsoever when I started going. I was like, Barry, you're great because my adrenaline was going and I, yep. my lungs were wide open. And then as soon as I pulled guard and I slowed down, I started to think. I could think, but I couldn't get enough oxygen. So I was like, fuck, now I have to fight my asthma and him. Mm. I'm not going to let it break me. So that yeah. my whole fight was me like, don't give up, just keep going. Just, and I did, I, um, he almost mounted me. I kept fighting through. Um, he might have got mount points, but I escaped it and stuff. Like, I just kept moving. And that was a big thing. As a larger guy, a lot of big guys will just lay down and, like, oh, I'm going to just wait and muscle through. I'm like, nah, man, because, like, this is more time that he's getting to be calm and, like, not think about it. So, eventually, um, we worked. Um, I worked my way into my guard, and he... um. He said, like, later on, he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I was kind of scared of your guard. Like, I kind of felt like it was coming. Like, yeah, I was going to triangle you. Like, I, that was my first thought. And as a wrestler, he, like, the wrestlers don't really like that. So, well, no one likes triangles. But you know what I mean. So, mm -hmm. he was like, I just want to be on top and dominate. I'm like, you know, that's kind of my style, too. But I guess I need to. And it opened up something about my eyes, about my style, that um, because I'm not a wrestler and a lot of people are in jiu-jitsu, I always thought, like, I had to get good at wrestling in jiu-jitsu. Which is a thing you can do. And that's something I spent a lot of time doing with James Rorty and, of course, Adam, one of the best, Smoothie, all these people that have been helping me with wrestling. And I underutilized my length and my legs. And I'm like, oh, I should, like, play guard more. Like, yeah. You know, I'm like, I got good at, like, rushing and being headstrong and persistent, resilient and stuff and just doing that. But I don't have to. I'm like, you know, like, I could play guard more. So that's going to be my game when I go back to the gym this week. So six minutes go by, um, homeboy dusts me, and as soon as it's over, um, I see him like get up real slow, and then I popped up, and I just couldn't control myself. I had the biggest, goofiest fucking smile on my nice. face. Like I was so happy, because I was like, you, you did it, dude. Like You came here, you did your thing, and you, you, you made him work for it. Like mm -hmm. You didn't just roll. Like, he looked exhausted. I was like, good. That's what I, I want your face to be red. I want you to be somewhat tired. Talk about this to somebody. I want that. I want you to respect me on this mat is what I was going for. And in turn, I ended up respecting myself more. And I was, mm. I'm like riding this high of like being really proud of myself for having conquered this fear. Cause I'm like, now I can't be stopped. Cause I think, I think this is big for a lot of people yeah. because um, people outside of competition or people outside mm -hmm. of jiu-jitsu or even sports in general, what do they always see you know, when they, you know, turn on the TV, they see the highlights, they'll see the winner, they'll yep. see the loser, they'll yep. see the score. Yep. Oh, someone's so series won. Yeah. This person won. This person lost. Mm -hmm. And they never, ever really get to see or hear the, the recount that you yeah. just did of everything leading up to just that moment. Yep. Just those, uh, was it a six-minute match? Six-minute match. Six-minute yeah, match. Yeah. And there's something to be said about a victory that is not necessarily like a tap or a submission or, yeah. or, or by points. Is exactly as you pointed out. You had a goal going mm -hmm. into all of this. You mm -hmm. just want you just want to get over this yep. hurdle. And everyone's got their own specific hurdles. Mm -hmm. And even I... <laughs> I had to fight yeah. my uh, cheesy, goofy grin that yeah. you had. How did it feel to? Oh my god! Finally, I felt. I felt like I. I don't know. Like I just felt like I. I had become like a new person. Like that? I had felt like like 
I felt like something in me had been locked away this entire time. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to find something to show you. Um, I felt like something had been locked in me this entire time. That's the size difference between he and I. Nice. And John's a great dude. Like, he's mm-hmm. super nice. And I come to find out that he, um, he and he looks Adam like, actually, like about like five nine or something, like something that. like that. Yeah, five nine, but also like two oh five or something. Are you, no, are, are you around? He's one eighty three. one eighty seven. I was I weighed oh, in at one ninety one, man. Nice. Like I've been walking. around. I remember around, you were around around two oh five, two oh four before. I was like, okay, I'm gonna change the way I eat. And nice. That went that went well, and I was like, okay, well, let me start um, lifting a little bit. Like Karen was like, you should lift a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I do like. I'm on my one punch man. I'm trying to do the <laughs> one hundred. <laughs> I'm so serious. Explain like, that. Explain that. Every day after training, I'm gonna do a hundred push ups, a hundred sit ups, and I've already done my hundred uh, kilometer run by sparring with all these dudes. But I do squats and then like kettlebell stuff and and then, and then what was it always, always eat three meals a day yep, and yep. and get something eight hours of rest you know rest. all the basic nonsense but i'm i'm, well, already, I'm already yelling bald, you, what, so. what are you talking about that'll just give you moderately good <laughs> yeah right physical Yo, but no saitama knows something man because like people listen i took off my shirt the other day and chloe was like oh what you got there what you talking about she's like you got a little lunch pack I'm like what i got lunchables like little four little four pack on my stuff. I'm like, oh my God, this is fat boy goals. Like yes. I'm the dude that you couldn't put the chips ahoy next to at the mm-hmm. barbecue because I will stack them things like three, like a sandwich and eat them like that because I'm fat. Or have a little fat kid in me. And that's okay. Every everyone does. Everybody does. And it's okay. Did I tell you about the time I uh got into an argument with a pizza pie? Oh my god, please tell me. Uh it was we we were someone ordered pizza. I think it was Jess. And it was just like for for dinner for for uh, Warren and also I think like the in laws were coming mm-hmm. over, but uh, lately I've been maybe on like three months of just like mm-hmm. really good strict eating clean and so obviously no pe- no I no pizza. I, I can't have pizza nah, nah, so you're not allowed that pizza so Warren was sitting there in his high chair and I had uh-huh. to I had to cut you know a slice of pizza in half for him of course as I'm doing that I I, just, I find myself like muttering. To the pizza, it's it's just it's just this kid just, looking at me, looking at daddy, you know, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm going, no, you're not going to get me, no, you're not, you're not going to stop, stop oozing like that, Why are you looking stop like looking so like, no, you're you can't fucking owe me, no, no, no. no. I started throwing mm-hmm. f bombs, like mm-hmm. no, no, you're not going to beat me, and then the next you know, Jess is coming out, what are you what are you doing? I'm like this thing's not going to beat me, <laughs> just and in the end, up from the and in the end, uh huh, not I didn't take I you didn't did? take a bite, Good did not. Job. Good and, job. You know, good like job. like year like like good months job, ago, it would have been G double O D J O B. Good job, good job. Months but, ago, it would have been you would have heard shouting, and then you just would have heard silence. And then when you came downstairs, you just would have seen me laying down on the floor, mm-hmm. just like with you know pizza sauce all over my my mouth, just right. going like, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> just angry, shut up at your pizza. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it beat me again. It beat you again. Yo, so. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, about the um, about the tournament, and and turn, you we were we were getting off the tournament. We started talking a bit about like how you managed your weight. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, uh, you got weight. your lunchables. Lunchables. I got a little pack. I'm, I'm coming out of my. Um, it's just like just training for this opened up my eyes about a lot that like I can you can actually do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's possible. You know how people are like oh you can do anything like if you want to you can. It's about consistency though. Like, I'm consistent with jiu-jitsu because I do that all the time. Only times I missed classes when I was training for this comp was when I was, like, sick or dealing with something. Like, that was the only time. Any other time I was there. I'm consistent with my workouts now and my, when I wake up and when I go to sleep because I know it's for health. That's what I'm doing. 
So all this just brought me happiness, really. Like at the end of it, I was like, I I was so amped up afterwards. Oh, and we like banged heads and stuff. So this is the one of the first times I felt an adrenaline dump because like after the match, like we're going and he limps off and he tells me that his like hip hurts and such and such. So he's going to check that out. I'm like, all right, cool. And um and he goes off to the side and I'm like talking to Chris. I'm like, dude, am am I gonna get a second second match and stuff and they're like um i don't know he really hurt himself there was gonna be another person in division yada yada and adam had told me in the past he was like you need to you need to put it on the person so hard that they're gonna lose their next match I'm like, hmm. cool and that's what ended up happening i mean i'm pretty sure he's supposed to do no game he couldn't or something like that but he's doing fight mm-hmm. to win next week so john good luck to you man if you yep. listen to this like i really do want you to win <laughs> just not yesterday but you did anyway so good job <laughs> it's uh it's as as vicious or as mean-spirited as that sounds is actually like a good rivalry thing. oh yeah it, it's he totally understands yeah i like him. every everyone understands like the like when you go in there mm-hmm. what what's what you have to do for those six minutes whatever yeah. those those eight minutes for that tournament and then afterwards as you said just go around with cauliflower drink beer we have had some beers wings. together we yeah. talked we we're buddying up we we're talking about music like i gave him my card so he could have some extra beers because i dipped out early mm-hmm. like it was cool we're friends like i made awesome. a bunch of friends there and i feel so good about it. i was trying to find his last name so i could shout him out properly but in post or something like we'll find it later is it cool that you were able to get uh through all of this, especially in a environment that was a little more controlled, as you said, than a yeah. Naga. So what did you notice between uh, the difference between a big tournament versus something like this? All the noise focused? bugs me out. Mm. I think that's what it is. It's a lot of noise. Like, like, like that crowd ambience. Yeah, because I don't even like, um, I don't like cafeterias and things like that. Like mm-hmm. it's too, it's just too many variables going on in a room. Like even auditoriums, I tend to sit near like a door or in the back because I don't like crowds, like like giant crowds. It's unpredictable. You got to have know your way out. And I'm a firm believer that you got to have an exit strategy. And mine mm. is not to be in the center of everything. So um, in a small tournament, it just felt like there was less noise. It was just more people just talking. And I saw who was in and out and who had been sitting around for longer than such and such. And it was cool. And it was more intimate. So I know I can do other small tournaments. So um i'm definitely going to visit garden state bjj like all the guys are there chris was really nice and i want to go back and learn from them and train with john and train with darius this other um big purple belt about keon size yeah like, really big dude we yep. came home he's just sitting around talking about animes and stuff and um funny thing is john and adam actually faced each other a long time ago yeah when adam was like a white belt or something mm-hmm. and i think he beat adam and adam was coming off like partying all night or something like that so it was like a rough one for him <laughs> but john was telling me he was like yeah i can never hang with him now i'm like nah man because i <laughs> i give up my 110 percent he, he's not like sweating like he's but I, I try to put the pressure on him. So you, at least if his face turns red, that's a win for me against Adam. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, you, you're tired a little bit for like 30 seconds until your gas tank fills up because you're a black belt. But um, I felt like I had just won. Like I was so amped up. I wanted my medal. Like I probably went over to Chris like three times telling him like, hey, man, like can we get the medal. Can I get my medal? Like because I know it's a small thing and I, John probably just wanted to have a tune up before he goes to because he's going to fight to win next week for in farmingdale 
And this was more just for me. So like, dude, I want my medal. I want my picture. Like, I know why I came here. I came here to be myself and I won. Like John was just the catalyst for me to accomplish my goal, which was to be better than I was when he was I was part of the whole here. equation. Yeah. And I'm so thankful he was there. I couldn't have done it without him, but I needed someone to be there for me. I only had one match mm-hmm. because there was nobody else, but, um, got my picture. I got a bunch of pictures of him. So happy and big, cheesy smile. And I've been wearing this medal like all day yesterday. I hung it up in the car and stuff like wearing it right now. Like ah, just because, yeah, it man, is. Just, yo, I had to had mm-hmm. to do it because I'm like, this means a lot this to means me. A lot. This means a lot to me because it's not, it's not a gold. It wasn't a 50 man it, it tournament. Wasn't, it wasn't even like uh, uh, your standard medal of like, oh, because no. you, you won a victory or no. by points or anything. This is something else. This is something else. This is something I'm going to hold on to for the rest of my life because this was me being like, you can do it. Like what every what all these people that are positive in my life that have always said these things to me, like, yeah, you could do it. I believe you so but like I mean, yeah, positivity, thanks. But when you put it to the test and when you do it yourself mm-hmm. and one one thing Adam's always said to me, I teach about persistence to my kids' classes and about just like, you know, getting back up when you get knocked down and getting back up and like, you know, just keep doing. It. Don't don't give up. Do this and that. Adam's been teaching me recently, and um, shout out to Jake. The I don't know his last name. He's a brown belt at Unity, mm. and he's real cool. Hangs out with Adam. Jay yeah. Willett. Jay Willett. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, I got Adam on Facebook. He, he's been telling – they've both been telling me about being relentless and just headstrong because I'm, I'm all for working smart because working hard in my mind is like being able almost like to juggle – to be mul- do multiple things and wear multiple hats and be just multifaceted and be able to do all these things and that's working hard and that is a way of working hard. Adam's way of trying to show me how to work hard is like if there was like a massive block of like you know rubble that we had to break down like a giant piece of marble and everybody's like trying to make all these tools and he's like yeah that's cute i'm gonna just take this hammer and i'm just gonna bang it against the thing over and over until it were and like like just keep going you keep doing it the hard mm-hmm. the hard path does eventually lead to the same victory but some people do need to travel that hard path you know it's a uh, it's it's an it, obviously through his uh accolades mm-hmm. it is a legit yeah. it, it is a legit path it, yeah. it, and I think it. Uh, if we're going to use our video game analogy mm-hmm. again, it's kind of like you have a different specs. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a beginner, when you're intermediate, when you're an expert, there's a difference when you're leveling up, and there's sure. a difference from when you're actually doing that end game yep. style uh, uh, boss fight. Where when you're doing that end game style boss fight, you're a lot, you're a lot different person than you are when you started out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're very so, conservative when you start. Exactly. So, so everything kind of like it, it, it shifts in uh, in different phases, which I'm yeah. sure you probably felt with your with your dieting and nutrition as yeah. well too. There's obviously a, a, a gajillion different types of diets or approaches oh, yeah. you can you can use, and it, all, all of them are valid for sure. But they but each of each of them are effective in their own specific type of context. Very true. So I would say this this whole thing may, maybe Adam is is now saying like, all right, now that you've been working smart, now let's start getting the grit. Yeah, let's into, let's work hard differently. Let's work hard differently. Let's level that up mm-hmm. within you. And then you know what? You're different than Adam. Maybe you'll find yeah. like this works for you, but I find that if I dial your grit this much and then I add a little bit of me here, mm-hmm. this actually works for me, which is 
legit as well too very so. true and i found something that while i was training i found out that um it was a lot of times when i would be battling with adam and just doing my 100 percent. i found that not that my gas tank got larger that i had more go but when i would take that short and i would breathe i could fill the tank faster than mm-hmm. i could before and I was you like, became more efficient. Yes, and I was like, that's something that I didn't have before. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like even when I was when I was in the tournament, I was like, fuck, okay, okay, boom, and I would start going again, and I'll go, 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 and I'll try, and I was trying to sweep, sweep, you know, do all these other things, escape, and then I was like, okay, I'm tired, okay, because it's hard to breathe. I'm like, all right, all right, couple breaths, couple breaths, go, and I was like, I could do it again for the same amount of time. I was like, all right, so it's that I can fill the tank up. So now I'm gonna go back and work to make the tank bigger. But the the main goal is how can you win if you're not in a good mental state? How can you mm. how can you even imagine getting to the top of a mountain if you don't feel like you even like mountains? You know, like if you if you can even climb or if you don't if you feel like your leg is weak or something. Like you have to be okay. And I wasn't okay in my head, and I had now I'm okay. Now I'm all good because I was like you. I have a new level of confidence, and it's not like arrogant or even like an aggro type of thing like i was happy walking and i was smiling when we started smiling when we ended like and i was like that's a great way to be and like i enjoyed it so i'm definitely going to go back were you able to go in and just throw the uh the encyclopedia book out from your head and just actually just go just did it yep. like the college and adam was like you went too hard too fast the first i was like you know what you're right i did i sure did and that's because i didn't account for my asthma at all it's like not an excuse that's just a thing i battle with and I was like, I wasn't thinking about it. I was just thinking like, yeah, just be loose and just do. And when I collar dragged him, I collar dragged him with everything. And that didn't make me tired. <laughs> I wasn't tired until we started getting to the ground. And then like I was breathing through my back instead of my stomach. Like yeah. when my asthma acts up, it's like my my back will like. You probably had the adrenaline itself. dump as well. Too. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. Now that just attacked my whole lungs <laughs> and stuff. I was like, ah, okay, I should do that different. But that's a, a thing I learned. It's something that, uh, um, as you mentioned, that I'm teaching like the, the Monday mm-hmm. morning classes, and I've had people every once in a while ask me about like competing, and I did a ton of competing up through my like my purple belt years. Mm-hmm. Um, the one big thing I, I think I, I threw out, which I'm, I'm sure you're starting to recognize now, is is oh yeah, get through your first one. Don't expect to win, but do maybe like ten tournaments before you decided that it's not for you. Yeah. Because because it's it's like each one you like learn differently mm-hmm. and you start to learn that competition is obviously different than like just rolling yeah. or train or training in school like Very the competition good. part like waiting around like yeah. oh shit is my division up mm-hmm. oh wait uh, like oh no it's not up let me let me warm back down oh yeah. it's not very well organized yeah. oh did I eat oh when was the last time I ate do I have to go to the bathroom oh, shit when should I warm up shit am I cool mm-hmm. or do I have to warm up like there's a bunch of things you actually have all to, these things you have to take into account and that's before you even get on the map yep and you yeah, don't touch the map and then sometimes oh i only have one opponent oh i just need one win oh shit that means i can also uh, i can also lose in just one match oh i gotta fight eight people i gotta i gotta fight six people sometimes i gotta fight eight people back to back to back to back to back sometimes i gotta fight only two people but then there's like an hour break in between you know all these things are things that i've thought of oh, all of these things out. and but after you do one, and now you do another, mm-hmm. the second one's probably going to be, I'm, I'm just going to throw an arbitrary number out, half of the stress. Mm-hmm. And then the next one's going to be, and then by five, six, you are going to, I, I would say like if you are 
uh, equal or slightly worse in technique than your opponent. But this is your eighth tournament versus this is the, uh, that guy's first tournament. You I'm got all my money on you. You're good. You're all good. my money on you because because they they it's such a different game. Yeah. At that point, so the fact that you've yeah even you you just step through the door, step welcome, in. and now just whatever you you take it wherever you want to. You it, was, know? it was really like baptism I, by fire. And and I think the the other thing is 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 that let's say you do you do do your ten and for whatever reason you say well you know I'm not I'm not going to go gung ho maybe I'll compete every once in a while or even if you say ah, I'm not going to compete or if you love it whatever the outcome is I try. the fact that you gave the like all the 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 good college try mm-hmm. there's there's no other reason to like there's there's no shame or anything because you you actually went into it and you found out what it is what it isn't if it was for you if it wasn't there's always going to be encouragement from people like oh no just keep doing it yeah man you know what i mean i feel so good like it's just everything Mm. you said all those things made me feel like anxiety stricken like oh my god how many people do i have what 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 were what were some of the anxieties or fears that you had that kind of just uh, like in Mythbusters, just kind of like got busted, and you just—they're just like these mental monsters yeah. or ghosts that just kind of poofed away after, mm. and you realized that was just all in my head. Mm. Was there anything like that? Um, it was like everything that I thought bad could happen would happen. It was like I don't want to get like I, I didn't get slammed or nothing, but I was like I don't want to get hurt. I don't. What if I get? What, what if my arm breaks with? What if? And I was like, what if? This? I'm like, wait a minute, you could tap. Just, just tap. <laughs> what's the? Because my coworker asked me, I told her I was going to compete. She's like, oh my god, what? What the like? What's the likelihood of you dying? I was like, what? uh, zero. I'm like, I'm not going to die. And then I stopped. I'm like, but wait a minute, that's a good point. What's the uh-huh. likelihood of me dying or like getting seriously maimed or hurt or not very likely? If I get choked out, he's going to let go. And then I'm just gonna look silly for a second, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna get up, be like, "What happened?" Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, that's, I was like, "Oh, it's not that bad." But it's fun. This was my third tournament, and I'm sure John, who's a college wrestler, has been to many, a many, of hundreds of meets at least. Mm-hmm. This is not his first merry-go-round. This is I'm new. <laughs> I'm yep. new on his merry-go-round. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm the inspector and such and such." So you know, <laughs> it was a different type of feel, like you said, but. Let it let it be known on record right now. I'm going to get a gold medal at some point in my life. It's go, going to happen. Absolutely. But even if I got to do 20 tournaments, whatever, I'm going to get my... And I'm going to do my 10, like you said. And I'll see. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe ten, I don't. 10 is the, like, just... A number. It's I throw a solid out. number. I like but that number. You you keep you just keep going until you just yeah. figure out to yourself like, dude, this really isn't for me. Gotta be. Let's say you do fifteen in a row, and you just puke every single fifteen <laughs> for whatever reason. It's kind of like, yeah, it's probably some other things you got to yeah, work out before you might want to chill. Yeah. But like, I I feel like my stamina is a big thing. Like, because mm-hmm. like I said, breathing was just hard for me my whole life. Now it's a little bit easier because I can do jujitsu and like I have a good tank mm-hmm. compared to a normal man. So I've surpassed that asthma hurdle that I've gone through my whole life. Now it's compared to a jujitsu fighter. Where's your stamina level? I got some work to do. Fine. I'll send you the pictures later on about um, Karen took pictures of Jake and Adam um, drunkenly giving me this speech. And they looked, re- they weren't being as aggressive as the pictures look, but like they're like, 
like pointing and like getting like really big about it. It's really fun. It's so funny. But they were giving me like this really heartfelt speech. And Jake's telling me how he did so many tournaments before he even won. He just lost and lost back to back to back to back to back to back. And then he just started winning and then it just kept happening. I'm like, okay, good. You're relentless. That's what you mean. Like Adam was like, I just, he's done so many tournaments. He's thrown out medals. He's yep. chucked them into the woods. He's had second. He has so many medals. He just has them in places, and they're just so many things that mm-hmm. not that they don't mean anything, but that's part his his path is paved with all of these wins and losses. And, and the other thing you have to realize too is that that's that's Jay Willett and that's that's an Adam Peters. Yeah, you're going to write your own path. Exactly. So to, so to like start thinking to like I've seen people shoot themselves in the foot mentally. Yeah. Where where they've just been like, oh, I'm um. I don't have as many um, mm-hmm. uh, medals as Adam, or oh, I I didn't I didn't tap out six people in in my division like like, like Adam did. I, I must not yeah. be as good. And it's just like, dude, Why? you just started. I'm you not know? him. Like, you just you, him. you just figured out how to hip escape like two months ago. Yeah, like chill you know? out. And I, I think I set did realistic that. expectations. And one one of the mm. uh, I, I think this is like one of the oldest lessons in in improving oneself. But don't compare yourself to others. But no. compare yourself to the, uh, promise yourself you're going to be a better version of yourself uh, from yesterday and mm-hmm. from from Friday night uh, Mario to s- uh, Saturday night Mario. Man, what was I'm the difference? Back and I'm better. You know what I mean? <laughs> so much. Like I just feel like my eyes are wide open. Like I'm like you can do this. You can do whatever you feel like doing. You are capable. I think I like shot myself in the foot last competition. Like oh I gotta do this and that and what would Adam? I'm like but I'm not him. Like he's an amazing coach. I love that he rolls with all students. He's he's a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And Karen's an amazing coach. And whenever she, you know, she's been out having a baby and stuff. But when she can, she does give me her tips on on what I can do and all this stuff. Like she's super trooper mom. So mm-hmm. she's uh, take care of that. He's like that is um, awesome. But I've had to do these things. I've taken their knowledge and then had to rework it in a way that I can apply it. You know, because I was like, be relentless, do this, this, this. I'm like, cool. But I knew that I wasn't okay mentally. I was well aware of that. And I'm like, I'm going to do everything you said. But at whatever happens, I have to come out of this mentally okay. And I did. I was like, good. Now I can work. And I told him, like, I wasn't okay mental game. He's like, well, that's number one, baby. I'm like, I know. And I did this. That's why I won in my head. I'm like, I I stopped after after yesterday. I stopped comparing myself. I was like, because this is my journey. This is what I'm doing. I have this great story of being able to say how I overcame my anxiety of competing and just being anxious in myself. Like I just boosted my confidence tenfold just by doing something I was scared of and not letting it break me. Like it, it made me stronger. It didn't kill me. Do you think that you know how you uh, before we even got into the conversation of the actual match? Mm-hmm. You kind of prefaced it with all the preparation that you did, mm-hmm. all the training. Yeah. Do you think that, let's say you didn't have that preparation mm-hmm. and you just got thrown into the fire mm-hmm. and you did the match and the outcome was the same quote you lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think you still would mentally have had this victory? Absolutely not. I wouldn't have been okay. Like I wasn't, a, because walking into it every day, um, sometimes even going to train makes me anxious sometimes just you know you got bad days sometimes and coming back from a bad day is hard even just for you and you no one else may even know like 
oh man, that that June eighteenth Wednesday, it was a rough class, you know, such and such and such. And then the you know, like you want to go to pro pro training on Friday, and you're like, oh, everybody's gonna be so going so hard, and I don't know, Jerry did really well on Wednesday, and you know, Keon got this new move, so and then you just get in your head, mm. and I was like. Yo, why are you anxious about going to pro training classes? Just mm-hmm. all your friends going a little bit harder. They're not going to hurt you. They're not going to laugh at you. That's not a thought that I had that they were going to laugh at you. But it's the same amount of like, you know, pressure in your chest that you feel like someone is going to laugh at Or like, for some reason, Adam's going to be less proud of me as a student or something for whatever. Oh, you didn't try as hard on friday or some some dumb remember when i was asking you about all those like uh, mental ghosts or mental myths yeah right there those that's one that's that's uh, something you created yourself those are all just random fabrications that my anxiety just tells me in my head but that adds up dude it does it feels like a thousand pounds on your shoulder and i had to ask karen after the tournament i'm like i I just like because i'm not fishing for anything Mm. or like recognition i'm like are you proud of me she was Mm. like yeah i'm like good i just needed to hear it because I'm proud of me, and I'm proud of me because I didn't let this break me, and I didn't want you to think that my happiness was a facade, that I'm doing Mm. this so that you don't feel bad for me. Mm -hmm. I feel good about me, and I wanted to know, because, you know, they're they're people of few words. Like, their words are powerful when their advice is powerful when they give it, but it's not a long draw. Like, I'll talk you to death, but they're not like that, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're different. But she was like, yeah, I am, because, you know, you look. You looked different. You looked comfortable when you walked in. Even Chris, OG, told me. He was like, you looked comfortable when you walked on the mat. I'm like, and I felt it. Mm-hmm. And that was something I didn't have before. I've never had that. So I'm like, now I have something new. I'm a different being. I'm like, so I've, I've leveled up. Even with this quote-unquote loss, I won. So you needed all of, well, it was necessary yeah. to have that whole preface, to yeah. have all the, the, the ups and downs mm-hmm. and all these mental ghosts that you uh, created mm-hmm. in your head and busting through them to, to when you eventually had that, quote, same outcome. Let's say if you had yep. the same outcome, even if you didn't uh, go, go through all that, mm-hmm. you now can really relish in, quote, this victory that oh, you yeah. had. Because it, it wasn't a matter of, like, I'm just going to jump in the pool. Yep. It was more that there was a bunch of things leading up to actually jumping in that yeah. pool. There was a lot of things leading up. Mm-hmm. Because some cause some people would oversimplify it. Yeah. And they'd be like, just do it, man. Just do it. It's fine. Like, just it, just it, compete and just do the... Nah, man. It was, it's, and, maybe and it's like for that some for people, you. Exactly. It's not for me. For me, it's not. I'm a thinker. And when I when I say I'm a thinker, I'm an overthinker. Yeah. It means things will be played in my I mean, just look at what you're times. able to do now. You're yeah. able to introspect. You are able to, to recount and also verbalize it. Yep. Put, put it all Everything. down here for a record for Warren in case he ever does any type of activity oh, yeah. where I have a mental block or I'm afraid of doing this. It doesn't have to be uh, a tournament. It no. could be a job interview. Anything. It could be performing something. Hey. Same pattern. And it's really interesting to hear hear of the the just how we kind of fake ourselves out. Isn't it weird how the mind just it and you gotta think, is it is it just self-preservation? Is it just your body or your mind's way of just yeah. trying to protect you mm-hmm. from something? Just just stay safe. Just stay safe. Just stay, stay home. 
just lay on the couch, just binge watch, just play video games. Go do this? Just play video games. At least when you play a single player mode, yeah. no one needs to know you that you won or lost. Yeah, you can restart as many times. Put it on easy. It's cool. Who are yeah. you proving anything to? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, like. This is gonna sound cliche, but you Go know, for it. Co- uh, Cobrina. Yes, he always says on his Instagram, he's like, "We're focus on improving rather than proving." And I'm like, "Yeah, mm, I you, like that." Yeah, I'm like, I "I've like never heard too. that cliche. I like it." Yeah, I like, <laughs> no, no, Cobrina is the cliche bringing up him and stuff because he's just like he's one of those jujitsu legends, like. You know, uh, you know, you say whoever like Helio. You know, or he he didn't even start with jujitsu. He was a, he was he was a uh, was he capoeira. He, 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 two things. Okay. Yes, everyone knows about the capoeira. Yeah, he's a baker. 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 He's actually what? very very good at uh, baking pastries. I'm gonna look that up. I was I was a That's huge really cool. I was a huge fan. And his uh, Ruben Charles Cobrinha. Wow. That, his real name is Ruben Charles, but they nicknamed him Cobrinha. Oh, I know. I thought his real name was Cobrinha. <laughs> oh, <laughs> imagine your name was, was name. it meant, meant little snake. Cobrinha. Like that was my man. World of Warcraft uh, uh, tune name, by the way. Nice. That was my main. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he always talks about like just improving yourself rather than proving and i'm like i'm gonna be the best me and there's a song by sylvan lequeux that i've been listening to called the best me mm. and that's what he just talks about just i want to be better than i have before and so, so i'm not gonna quote his song but it's like everybody listening should definitely check out sylvan he's like a positive rapper like he's real good i think this is a good area to transition to because we we started talking a lot about uh the physical training that you did mm-hmm. and we started highlighting a bit of um the the mental blocks that you had to break through yeah. And you had mentioned that you'd started uh, meditating. Mm-hmm. You would, and you were employing specific types of either exercises yep. or training in order to improve your mental state or yep. to or to or to train it. Um, why don't you go into that? Because I because this is something I I, I think uh, uh, everyone in jujitsu knows. Like, oh, you know, you got to train, you got to yeah, roll, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But what have you personally for you? What have you been doing in order to improve your mental state? Um specifically like uh tying that into training when i would go to like competition classes i would listen i would like take a nap before i would make sure i was totally relaxed watch something just because that sometimes would like stress me out just like okay you're about to go ham man you're about to it's 6 45 it's on and popping mm-hmm. so i would like watch like adventure time or some some relax me listen to some really good music and then like uh, 30 minutes before class I would just listen to just music that I enjoyed stuff that I like dancing like uh, anybody that sees me in the gym knows I'm always dancing in the gym and moving around and bouncing and smiling and stuff so I would be like dancing around I'd be moving around before class and that would get me a little warmed up but I would feel good like the endorphins were pumping and um, I would just feel loose and let my body do whatever like if I was rolling I would just scramble like just keep going like if you didn't, if you weren't able to listen to music or if you didn't do anything, what would happen? Um, I would feel a little, I would, I would hear my own little voices in my head rather than listening to something else. Like I like listening to Ted talks now because just exchanging info. But if I didn't do that, I would more so be like, okay, what you going to do? What is this and that? Who do you think is going to show up? Or you, do you have enough time to tape up your hands? Do you do bring t- pre-tape? So as such, you got to yeah, stretch out your left hip. Because it kind of hurt last time you tried to umaplata, blah, 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 blah. And all these other things would build up. And it wouldn't, like, debilitate me, but I knew it made me a little bit slower. Like, it hmm. made me lock up a little more. Like, I would, if somebody moves in a way that I don't understand a lot of times, because I'm a pressure fighter, I would just hold you. 
Like I'll just you're not moving until I figure out what you're doing. And then when I decide you can move, then I'll do something. And it's not even like a huge guy holding you down because I'm not the most muscular, heaviest dude ever. But I try to feel super <laughs> heavy with my style. So I would do that. Um, I meditate with Headspace, which is like a 10 minute program. And they talk about I've gotten to the point where they talk about um, traffic. And they talk about traffic as in like mental traffic. You just sit there and just feel your body breathe. Adjust. Feel your feel yourself from your scalp to your feet. What's different? And every so often, it'll just like be really quiet. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay. Now, your mind is, you feel all the thoughts that you're having. Those are like cars going by. Those are just thoughts. And it's traffic. And it's loud. And there's lots of them. It's unorganized. You don't know what's coming after it. So there's lots of stuff. It's like picture yourself as sitting on a bench next to the street of where the traffic is. It's like just listen to the traffic. Let it go by. Now move the bench. It's like move a little further. You hear less traffic. And at some point, like you're constantly like just feel yourself sitting there. Just feel Mm -hmm. yourself thinking. Feel yourself at the top of your scalp to the bottom of your feet. Keep breathing. Breathe deeply. Open your eyes. Like small stuff. And then they were like, now let your mind wander. Walk into traffic. Let it happen. And it'll be like two minutes of just me thinking about a hundred things. And then usually at some point I'll decide to come back out of the traffic before Headspace will tell me. Mm -hmm. Because I like that control of Mm -hmm. being able to control now how not what is flowing through my brain. Because I think that's where a lot of people try to control their minds like... It makes you a better person if you only think about these thoughts or mm. if you only have these ideas. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't really control those anymore. I allow myself to be who I am, but I can control how much is going through my mind at this point and how much, how loud the traffic is, who's beeping. I can control that. Interesting. And I've started to listen to my body. Like when my body is like, hey, you don't feel good in your stomach. It feels weird. So it feels like a stabbing pain. And then I'm uncomfortable for like 40 minutes. I'm like, what is that? Oh, you're hungry. <laughs> like, I forgot what hunger felt like. I'm like, yeah. oh, go eat. And like, I've been listening to my body more. So me meditating has connected. I've had a disconnect with my mind and body for a long time because I've made it so that I am my mind and my mind controls my body. And that's made me very persistent. You know what I mean? That makes me be able to mentally power through anything I need to do. I'm very mentally strong. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm even stronger now. But before, like, my mental stability was very strong. But now that I'm listening to my body, it's like cohesion. Like, it's like I can power through mentally. Mind and body body and and soul. Exactly. Like, now it's like, oh, my body tells me, yo, you're tired. My mind's like, you can keep going. It's like, okay, but should you? (laughs) <laughs> it's like probably not it's like okay so do a little bit just to satisfy yourself and stop rest feel good you know stretch please your body like you know make yourself feel good not even in like a just just like a physical pleasures and stuff just just understand like oh you're thirsty what the body needs yeah the body needs stuff like you need this this, and that feel good and it's made me better you know when you talked about that traffic analogy Mm -hmm. like going going in your mind do you did you find yourself prior that you would uh i'm trying to think of the right way to keep that metaphor going that you would uh try to 
stop traffic. Yeah. Is that what you tried yeah. to do? I was trying to be like, not a crossing guard, but the traffic officer or whatever that would say, okay. stop, go, like which directions. I was always trying to con- control the flow of traffic, how fast everything went. I'm like, your mind's going to ra- race. Mm. You're, you're going to think about stuff. But I find myself overwhelmed with all these things that I have to deal with all the time. And mm-hmm. my my mental checklist that I have and all these other work things that I have to do. I have to text these five people and send three emails and send off my letters of recommendation. Oh, I applied to all of my doctoral programs and nice. stuff. I'm fully applied up now. So, you know, you'll see it on my Instagram or whatever mm-hmm. that I'll I'm gonna speak it into existence that I get accepted. Yes. And then my life is going to change again. But right now I'm happy. And like, that was another thing. And Warren, when you're listening to this, um, I said last time, don't be afraid to fail because that's one of the biggest hurdles that my mom and father both failed um, at teaching me. And I don't blame them because they're human. Like they'd never had kids before me. So I'm the first. But don't be afraid to fail. That's what I did yesterday. I wasn't afraid to fail anymore. I wasn't scared of coming to second place. This medal means a lot to me. And now I'm like, I'm apply. What's the worst thing that happens? They say, no, Aw, nothing happened to my life. Like, <laughs> Okay. It's, I'm still where I am. They're not going to take me backwards. It's like, you know what? You're not getting this college. Give me a shirt. Like that's not how it works. You don't lose anything. Yep. So I was like, you can't, everybody listening, just don't be afraid to fail at whatever you're doing. You and listen, and listen back to the past 50 minutes of the lead up to it, because yeah. kind of like saying, don't be afraid to fail is kind of like, just do it. Yeah. But at the same time, it... It, it, is, it is simple in the message of don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. But as we're recounting here, mm-hmm. it's very specific to you. Mm-hmm. To you, yeah. Mario. Yeah, in your own way. You got it. In your own way. You and look, look at all the, uh, from, from meditation mm-hmm. to proper uh, rest mm-hmm. to um, uh, consistency in, in your training. There was, there was a lot of things that had to line a up. Lot. And there was a lot of, I'm sure there was bumps along the way, adjusting here or there to get that road to get the traffic flowing enough manageable enough where you could say all right i'm no longer gonna be the crossing guard i guess i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna let it go let it go it's a highway anyway but it took a it took a bit it took a while it took a while it took a lot would you like some unsolicited um um advice that i'm also going to throw to to warren i would love the, it. The, the, the parenting thing just both me and warren the, the, the big the big thing that you 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 already started to do it um and for me it was an enhancement of what you were already starting to do. And uh, it was one of the best uh, mental blocks for me mm. to continue down my path in a bunch, in, in a variety of areas. <clears throat> but you started, li- uh, uh, when, I, when I asked you, what were some of those like uh, mental blocks that mm. would, would go through your head? No, no, no. When I asked you, what would happen if you, if you didn't start listening to music, if you didn't start mm. addressing what, what had to be done? Yeah. Oh, here's how I start thinking myself into a corner. Yeah, essentially. Automatic. So, uh, one thing would be uh, you have your goals. Everyone's so used to oh, you know, write your list of goals. What yeah, would yeah. you like to do? Um, the a, a little trick is to not only write your goal and to li- and and to you know break it down into mm. the steps in order to do your goal. Think of the antithesis to your goal. Mm. Think of the think of if if that goal is like your personal slice of heaven. What's the personal slice of hell mm. that if you don't achieve that goal, mm. or what's the opposite of that goal? Mm-hmm. And then start writing yourself a path to that. Mm. It's dark, but mm. you start thinking 
you start realizing what has to be done in order to reach, like, uh, let's just say me personally for if, if, uh, if I wasn't doing jujitsu, mm-hmm. the opposite would be, um, uh, not doing jujitsu. In fact, so out of shape, yep. you know, health problems, sleep stress. problems, stress, uh, not being able to interact with a great company like yourself mm-hmm. and Adam and Thank the rest you. of the school and, and everyone else in jujitsu, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So what is that? Does it just happen overnight? Nope. It's going to start with, I want to start thinking about, uh, you know, uh, 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 each individual person and how they're, they're going to start beating up on me. Okay. That means maybe I'll start giving it less in class. And mm-hmm. if I start giving a lesson class, class is not going to be enjoyable. And then after class is not enjoyable, I stop going to class. After I stop going to this class, maybe I just, stop exactly, caring. you stop, you stop caring. And then eventually through even a few more steps, you quit jujitsu. All right. What happens after mm-hmm. you quit jujitsu? Uh, all right, maybe I'll stop caring about what I eat or what I, how I sleep mm-hmm. or how I take care of myself. And then I start gaining a little weight. Mm-hmm. Maybe like I start feeling, uh, even more unconfident in myself. Maybe I start so really like starting snowball to effect. My, exactly. Yep. But this is what you, you meticulously list all that out. Mm. So what that does is that remember you just uh, mentally willed mm-hmm. victory into your mind. Yep. Now you also have this clear path that if you ever need to, like, let's just say you're sitting around and you think to yourself, oh, man, I don't know what I did today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm, I'm there or, or not. Uh, I, I don't know if I trained enough today. I mean, I trained, but I'm not sure if I'm reaching my goal. All right. Let me look at this thing. All right. I trained. That means I moved up a point. Mm-hmm. I didn't do this. I didn't do that either, yeah. which meant I didn't do, you know, and then you yeah. can see you always have a constant reminder of the steps that you have to take in order to not reach your goal. Very interesting. And and once you have that, you start to get a picture of, of, uh, uh, Mario, uh, Mario in in, in a parallel universe (laughs) that is still still just afraid. It's just as afraid. If if not, if not, you know, so you learn what to move away from. Just like when your body was telling you, Hey, Mario, it's not that we want you to have delicious food. It's not that we want you to feel full. You're fucking hungry. Yeah, you're you're hungry right now. This is a reminder. Yeah. This is a step that mm-hmm. if you, all right, I'm going to be hungry. And if you don't address that hunger, eventually health problems, eventually. See, and then you I'm, eventually, you know. I get hangry. So, like, <laughs> I'm that guy. So, like, I'll be at work sometimes. And I like eating orange or pineapples in the mm-hmm. morning. Because I do intermittent fasting. So, I don't really eat That's, a meal until, yep, yep. like, 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. But I have to eat something. Yep. Because I'm still moving. And I'm still burning calories when I wake up. And I find myself, like, not being aggressive. Just, like, a little more short-tempered with the sure. kids. Or with my coworkers. But like, it's a step. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a reminder from your body. It's yeah, not that, like, hungry. it's not that you missed a meal. Oh, like, in the video yeah. game, you die. No. Oh. With no respawn. No. <laughs> no, it's a it's a little, you know, yeah. oh, you, you're a little bit of your yeah, energy just went down. Like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Why am I uncomfortable? Maybe it's Miss Such and Such in the room who's been saying snarky remarks. And, like, mm-hmm. I, it'll be all these other things. And then, like, I'll eat some, like, goldfish. And I'll feel a little bit better. I'm like, dude, you were hungry. You're not even mad at her. Or, like, and, you yep. know, nothing's happening. And I'm like, oh, okay. I wasn't listening to my body. Got it. Got to listen to my body again. And, like, I've just been having my ears open so when my body's like hey you know so, so you're you're sweating try you're that sweating you're try just, that man just, just just sit down are you nervous yeah you're your hands are sweating your feet are sweating. like in the in the competition i was like my hands are sweating but mm-hmm. i looked at karen i'm like yo is it hot in here she's like yes yeah. so i'm like okay so i'm not nervous <laughs> it's hot in, i need to take layers off my clothes 
And yep. she was like, yeah, you probably should. And I did. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But in my head, my brain was like, what's wrong with you? Why are you getting so sweaty? Are you nervous? You feeling the pressure? So, so, so I'm like, and then my body was like, and no, you're thing, not. That, that's the thing and too, then, man. You don't, you don't avoid that's still traffic. I, yeah, I had to listen to the traffic. You, I had you, to you pay had, attention you to, to it. You had to listen. You're never ever going to, you're never going to fully no. mute it. But one, no, no. but what's going to happen one day is that you're going to succeed so much, hopefully mm-hmm. through all the improvements and all the training that you do that you've moved so far away from that lane that mm-hmm. exactly as you said, the traffic is still there. It's just yeah. that it's, that you can barely hear it because yep. it's so far away because there's all this new traffic that you have. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be new stuff. traffic you have to deal with. But I could deal with it better. That's a great metaphor, man. I like that. Traffic. The, 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 the traffic lane. And also, as you said, like move away from the traffic. Yeah. Send, send slide a bench the bench and, back and slide a little it bit. Back. You can't, yep. I can't think because it's so loud. Mm-hmm. This, the, my mental highway is plagued with so much traffic and it's just back to back, bumper to bumper, LA highway. Some people like, de- so loud. Some people de- still deny that it's there. Yeah, you know what? They'll, or they, they'll they, be they stuck do in best as possible to like just turn around, like yeah. stick their fingers in there. La 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 la. Maybe la, it works la, for la. them. That's not wh- who I'm talking to. Everybody listening to me. If it's not working for you, hey, do what you gotta do. And mm-hmm. I hope for the best of you in your life. Everyone that's anxiety prone and feels the way I did about competing, about being in front of about, in front of people, being judged. Not even just about hey, that's totally stuff. that's that's its like, own thing. Man. Those are things that I deal with. Like, yeah. and people see me like, oh, but you're you're tall. You're like, you know, well now I'm slim-ish, and I'm like getting more built. You're like, oh, you have a nice beard, and all these things that make people believe that makes me okay, but. It doesn't you gotta make work it for easier. that. Man. I still you had, had to work on it. You yeah, had to work, work for all that. this. And you still and you constantly constantly are working. working at it. Always working. This is not easy. But everybody that's struggling that doesn't that maybe I'm way taller than them. Or I have more tattoos than or my beard is whatever. Or whatever thing that they think separates me from them. I'm still talking to you. I'm saying that I was in that boat. Whether you, I wasn't sitting in the same seat as you on the boat, I was on the boat. Mm. If you don't want to be there, you don't have to be. You can do this. You have to face yourself. That's the first battle. First battle is you. So first battle was me going to comp class. And eventually I felt so comfortable. I was like, I can't wait for Friday. I can't wait. We're going to go. We're going to go hard and I'm going to burn a lot of calories. I'm going to do this and that. I'm going to get a good night's sleep. And tomorrow morning I'm going to feel stronger. That was the goal. And then I was like, oh, now I don't have anxiety from that. And that was my, I I jumped off. That was no longer an issue for me. And if I feel like it's an issue, I know exactly the path I took to defeat that demon that I had. Mm. So it's like, it's one of our biggest problems, or at least for people like me that are overthinkers, is that we'll beat ourselves first. And that's because I have Mm -hmm. 27 years of being awkward and like just all this other stuff like even dating for me when a young age was non-existent but when i got in the teenage years it was i realized that i was an awkward dude and then when i got into college i was like you can make that work for yourself like not everybody is picture perfect oh Mm -hmm. the cool kids like some of the kids that are cool to you are like you that's that's a that's another mental ghost that people build up for themselves that you, you just think, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't look like whoever won right? uh, Mister Universe or Mrs. Uh, Miss Universe. Yeah, you like, know? who cares though? If we all looked like them, would it be special? If everybody was seven feet tall, the p- most popular person would probably be like um, Mini Me or whoever, because it's like really yeah. cool that they're <laughs> different. Dare yeah. to be different. Be your own person, man. 
Like, that's why I'm like, I'm just going to do me. So now I'm doing me. Like, every day after I go to the gym, I'm going to work out. And I'm going to be more physically fit. And I can't wait till next summer because then when I do go to the beach and I'm walking around shirtless <laughs> and stuff, that's a whole different demon that I've been carrying since I was 13. And I've taken no, like, like except for the one that's on my Instagram, me laying down shirtless. I've taken no pictures shirtless. I don't even like being on my Snapchat shirtless just because that's a self-esteem demon that I have that I'm still battling, but I know how to win. It's about being resilient. It's about being persistent. It's about consistency. It's about doing all these things that are simple and small, but even baby steps in the right direction is progress. And that's actually really cool that you admit that because I think there's some stigma going around of, Oh, well, you know, that's just vain. That's just, you know, you're, you're, and no, it's, this no. is, this is a personal goal for yeah. yourself. It's one of my personal goals too. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've always, I've always been focused on, you know, quote, functional fitness, right. which is it's awesome. cool, which is great. I have that mm-hmm. with, with jujitsu. And then just one day I, I, I just, for whatever reason, I'm just thinking to myself, I want to get that six. I know you wanted to, I know it. you have your Lunchables. I wanted to get some, I Go wanted to get it. my six, yeah. you know? And not only that, I was joking with Adam about this. Man. Not this, not just the standing six, Ooh. the sitting six. Oh man, that's, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, my lunchables are gone. Once I said that, <laughs> yeah, to be to be gone. fair, even elite level, like gone. the sitting so, six is gone. <laughs> that's a rough one. But in, you know in case what? anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, uh-huh. obviously the six pack, you know, the abdominal muscles, the standing six, standing up. It's pretty, you know, you can you can have it defined, but as soon as anyone sits down, if anyone wants an ego crusher, yep. next time you're sitting on the couch lounging around, just lift up the shirt and just look at look your at belly you. and just hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was a good one. There you go. It's real. But that's that's the, that's the focus that I started taking with, with myself because I, I think it was a few a few like this was after Warren was was born. It just got harder obviously Mm -hmm. you know because it's a totally new schedule and to kind of maintain like what i want to do as far as physical appearance Mm -hmm. but i was cool with that there was many many other important things other than me at at that point but then after a while things level out warren's giggling he's having fun he's punched me in the face it's all great so (laughs) then at a certain point you know you you eventually i'm sure you sat down at every once in a while you look yourself in the mirror and you just say no. I'm not. I'm not happy with with the way it looks. I want a little and, more. And I want. And I. And I want to mm-hmm. look better. And I think it's perfectly fine That's to okay. admit that. And it's perfectly fine to actually have that as your actual goal. Self improvement for the sake of being happy isn't mm-hmm. a problem. If I was doing it for an Instagram picture, I would be like, "Whoa, there! You might want to slow down." Cause exactly. That's the wrong. Re- I'm not doing it for a trophy. I'm doing I, for. I'm doing it for. 10 year old mario that was like doing for you yeah like it has asthma stricken like a big old belly and getting made fun of for having boy boobs and stuff like Mm -hmm. i'm doing that like i i do that for me in the past who didn't want to be me anymore remember how you said it in the middle of the podcast you said after you did that competition you felt you could do anything anything is is this spark this is anything go ahead this is anything this is anything i want to do and this uh, again back to one punch man i will after i do my little workout at the gym and i do my little push-ups and stuff i built a bench press like three years ago in my crib that for the first year I was terrified of the bench because it's just scary to me, especially because I live in an attic, so there's no one else up there. So if it fell on me, no one's going to help me. It's just I have to do what I can actually do. So mm-hmm. that limits me a lot. 
Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to put hmm, 100 pounds on the bench. I got to do that 100 times before I can add any more weight. Mm-hmm. Now I'm up to 105. I repped 100 pounds 100 times. And I was like, cool. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to keep one going. One set of 100 or, or you broke it up? I, I did it like 20s. And yes. then okay. one time one time I did um I did 35, 35, 35, 35 and remainder. And it was just, it was hard. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was real hard. But I was like, you know. That was what I had to do. And that alone made me physically different. It made me way stronger. Mm-hmm. And it just a little bit, just a little baby step. I was like, oh, shit, I could do this. Yep. I, I can really do this. So it's all about me being consistent. So every day I have to, when I take my meds and I do my workout and I do my stretching, like I always have to do before I go to bed and try to get my six to eight hours, I have to hit the bench. I have to squat. You want your legs to be bigger? Bigger? Why? Because I want to be more functional. I want to be more powerful. Is it to win? No. I want to do it because I want to be more powerful. I want to see what's my, like, here's the thing. I told you about my dad being really good at jumping and like long jump, high jump, all that stuff. I'm like, I I have natural ability for that as well. I've never really worked out my legs to the level that I could. So now that I'm doing it, I'm like, where, what is my peak? Do I even know what my peak is? What is the top of the mountain? I don't want my my age to peak, and I've never physically hit my peak because then now that lowers the bar for whatever I could have done when I was at peak physical, you know, age fitness at like 25 or 26 or like 22 or whatever. I don't want to get to 50, and then I could be the buff, like older guy with the salt and pepper beard and stuff, but I'd always think, like, what if I had done this when I was in my early 30s? You know, like the what if. I don't want the what if. That That's regret. I don't want that. I want to do it now, and I want to be consistent now, and I want to enjoy it now, and then just maintain it. Because if it's all functional, I can just have it forever. You're starting to ask yourself questions. What oh, am yeah. I capable of? Oh, man. It's mm. a new monster and not, and, coming. And not, and not only that, but now you're figuring out, I want to test this, mm-hmm. and I want to test this, and I want to test this. Mm-hmm. And I, <coughs> excuse me, and I think that's one of the um the the goals or the the direction of that when you were speaking to mm-hmm. uh the general audience of, of especially overthinkers and yeah. people who kind of like just have a What's lot up, of anxiety y'all? that this is actually one of the next steps of instead of um in, in, instead of always stopping yourself yeah. or denying yourself now it's asking questions of huh now that I'm not like now now Can't that I now that I uh, pushed away those mental blocks. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just like, all right, lift the lid over me or break the ceiling over me. How high does it go? Mm. How far can I jump out of this yeah. box? I ripped the ceiling off and I realized there was another ceiling. Mm. And then I went up a level and I was like, there's probably another ceiling under this. Mm-hmm. And to some people, they would be like, oh, well, what's the point of breaking through this wall too? I'm like, but how many ceilings? <laughs> like, how many can I bust through before? Like, is there an end? Is there just sky? Is there just more ceilings? How many levels am I going to level up? And then when I look back, I'm standing on top of a 30-story building, and there's still a ceiling over me. But when I started, I was on floor number three. Yep. It's way different. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've, I've become so much. But, like, mentally, 
I'm healthier than I've ever been. And this is me taking my mental health very seriously. Like, I know I have seasonal depression. It's getting cold. I got to go get my vitamins, get that vitamin B2 and all that stuff, fish oil pills, stay up on it, calcium, D3. I know I need that stuff because if I don't do that, mm-hmm. all of this is going to fall apart. Yes. So I know that that's a very integral point and part of my regimen. I'm listening to my body. My body's like, you're not getting as much sun. You're going to feel sad. You're not going to want to go to jujitsu. You're going to feel sadder. Mm. You're going to get mad. And then something's going to happen. And then that. This is what I'm talking about. You, you're already laying out all these, all the, all, all the path to yep. the negative Mario. And that's what stopped me last year and the year before from actually fully apply. Cause I applied to FDU, but then like in the final moments, like the anxiety just crushed me and I just like mm-hmm. laid under it and I never finished my app. And then I, I could already have been in my doctoral program. I could already be a year ahead of where I am now, but I'm not. So now I'm like, just do it. So even if you fail, you'll be like, I tried. Yeah. And that made me better. Is it also a, is, is it also only one failure allowed or are you allowed to reapply? I could, I could do as many times as I want. I could do I could fail a hundred thousand times. <laughs> and I'll, I don't care. Like I just, I want the victory because yeah. I'm eventually going to do it. So like mm-hmm. all these things that um, all my coaches, uh, the Petersons, they're amazing people that they've been just telling me just like they they have such confidence in me it's like almost not believable i have to keep asking them stuff like annoyingly so i'm like do you think i could? Like, yeah just go ahead yeah. I, i'm like adam what what should i do for the guy's like hey man just go after it mm-hmm. I'm like then what <laughs> like tell me what he's like just go after it get out there do your thing you've been training hard and i'm like looking i'm like oh my god what are you what is I'm like you're not telling me everything but then when I went out there, I'm like, oh, that was really it. Like, that was, that's what he, because he's like, you, you got it. And then soon at a certain point, you're going to be getting at it so many other times that eventually you'll be telling other people. I will. Like, oh my God, here's this greatest thing I've yeah. learned. Just go after it. <sighs> Just go after it. And it's, and it, it's, so it sucks because it, it seems like common sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally hear what you're saying when, when you say, uh, I just need to hear it. I just, I just sometimes I just it. need someone. Not to like pray, not praise, but just, no. just Acknowledge. say, Hey, go and do this. Yeah. And it's like, it just makes so much sense. But the fact that it has never been actually, uh, said, yeah. said to you. And then all of a sudden it's said and everything mm-hmm. lines up and mm-hmm. then the, the train starts and yeah. it, it, it gets set into motion, which leads me to just basically think that whenever it says, oh, well, you know, that's common sense. Whenever anyone says that, I, mm. I just shake my head at them and, and I go, spoken like a true person who has uh, probably has that common sense and actually never executed yeah. or, or implemented mm. on it. It's not their path. You know? That's not, that's not for, the, like Adam tells everybody, go mm-hmm. after it. I needed him to tell me. Yeah. But it's like with Karen, I'm like, I'm sure she's very proud. She looks mm-hmm. like she's happy for me. Tell me told me i'm like thanks now i don't have to ask you anymore because i heard it once if you tell me anything else, like it was just sometimes you know like if 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 you always showed love to warren and stuff mm. when you tell him warren i love you like that means like warren i love you like that's yep. a, it's way heavier than be like yeah my dad was great he was this this and that sometimes you just got to hear it man it mm-hmm. makes it real absolutely it makes it very real so I needed it to all be real for me. And now now I know it's real. I'm like, okay, so it's real for me in my own head. So I can do whatever I want. I'm, like, I'm free. I'm free from the bonds. Like I feel much more comfortable 
in a way that I was restricting myself. And now that I accomplished this, mm-hmm. like I can do it a hundred more times. I could do anything else. So the, the specific uh, a goal you're you're going after, as far as you know, the 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 Super Saiyan body. Yeah. And and the uh, Super Saiyans have what, like a twelve pack, a sixteen pack, yeah, whatever it is, some ridiculous, some ridiculous all amount the way of- to the, <laughs> from the pelvis to like their mid <laughs> midsection is just ripped. So I hear that. Well, if there had to be like three tenets to actually achieving that, it would be as far as for the the, the physical health, that would be uh, proper diet. Mm-hmm. would be uh, proper sleep mm-hmm. and then uh physical exercise mm-hmm. and it definitely sounds like you've you're starting to put all that together right because yeah. i heard you throughout the number i'm trying to get you know at least six to eight hours of sleep yeah this was I this am. is a new this right. is this is a recent thing Go listen right? to my second podcast it was not <laughs> happening i was busting out super hot which i've i've 90 percented it nice i've 100 percented spider-man I've, <laughs> I've still been putting in work on these video games here and there. yeah but like i i wasn't doing all those things because whenever i start things like that mm-hmm. and it's about consistency mm-hmm. like i would do it and like i would get diets i don't like diets i don't like diets anymore because you fall off of diets no one falls off a lifestyle no one does get that. out of my head jesus Right, because I just take the y'all take the headphones they're, they're, off. Yeah, I'm taking the headphones off right now because <laughs> I I must have just transmitted that directly into your head. All right, put them back on. Go ahead. Facts. No one falls off a of lifestyle. Oh, man. Whatever, like, Professor X. I, <laughs> I love it. Go ahead. Like the way I eat now, it's just the way I eat. Like I just I just eat healthy. What did you, what did you find that you've uh, had had changed? And obviously, it wasn't overnight. Mm. But what was like the quick recap of what like, you transitioned? I, I like fruits, so I'm like eat tangerines, eat oranges, mm. eat grapes. You like that. Keep eating it. Those could be snacks. And I would eat that over and over. I'm like, oh, versus, fast. versus what, what did you used to do? I would like eat Cliff Bars and stuff because it's a protein bar. And mm-hmm. I would eat like, uh, I wouldn't eat. Like I would just not listen to my body and I would just hold it in and just be hungry. And then such and such. And it's now weird, right? Because yeah. you, you always think that everyone's like, oh, as long as you don't eat, you're going to lose weight. And it's like, no, no, my body would not do that. So now I'm burning. I would burn so much weight off. I'm like, some of the days when I would train real hard. I would go home like 187. I'm like, I don't want to be that. Not yet. But like, I'm like, okay, my body's burning a lot. So you need to feed it more. So I need to eat more. Now I've gone from not eating enough. I mean, eating too much of the bad stuff, then not eating enough of the good stuff and some some of the bad stuff to now eating mostly good stuff, some bad stuff here and there. But I my body's like, give me more. So my body's asking me to feed it. What was the bad stuff? I still love Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Had it yesterday. Like, that was my <laughs> after competition. Me, I'm like, give me the chalupa sauce in the bag, dog. What fire? You already knew I wanted the fire sauce. Why you asked me that? Sit sticks, too. And I'm like, but, but I <laughs> all aggressive beliefs. Yeah. Like, oh, you can just take it. But it's just like, I like, that's just who I am. And I'm like, that mm-hmm. you can have that every now and again. Yeah. But when I woke up, I had some waffles and I stretched. And then I meditated and took a shower and I felt good. And I was like, okay, cool. What do you want to do? I'm like, oh, let's do a little more stretching and mixed it up. And I was like, oh, that's well, cool, man. Get, yeah, it was just like I do a lot of, like you were talking about functional movements. I do bear crawls and stuff. And all my workouts are mostly calisthenics because my body's not going to look grossly disproportionate if I'm only lifting my body. Like that's not going to happen. If I lift weights, I could possibly do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not going to lift to that degree because it's just monotonous. It's just not yeah. something I like to do. 
but that was another thing. That was the thing for your, for your, for yeah. your, uh, nutrition. Yeah. So it's, so it's a lifestyle now. Well, it's all about consistency. I've made everything about consistency. Lifestyles. When I wake up, that's my life. Like I like mm. feeling. Was the, was old. the catalyst having to teach Wednesday mornings? Yes. <laughs> and that's why I took it on when Karen looked me in the face at Bear Burger. Like, oh, so you're going to teach it during the summer. I'm like, yeah, summer was ending. She was like, oh, so you still want to teach? I'm like, ah, not really, because, you know, I got to go to work and such and such. I won't have time. To such. She's like, oh, no, that's fine. Like, you know, just just go ahead. Try it. Like, you do. I'm like, oh, but I might not have to clean the mat. And But now I make time. I clean the mats. I still do it. And I still go. I'm it's like, oh, I tougher, can do it. tougher, dude. Here comes the so, winter. Yeah. I, yo, I'm good. Nice warm house. And then you got to know you got to get up and yep. do cold. Yep. The cold dead of yep. morning. It's going to test me. And this mm. is going to test gonna me know. too. But. Yep. <laughs> we did <laughs> <it> together, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, this is something I have to do. And it's okay. Because yeah. I'm like, I, this is another hurdle I have to get over. Because I'm like, I've done that. I've done, so then when the summer comes again, it's going to be easy. And then that's going to be crazy. And it's going to be because, because something that was so hard last summer is going to be easy this summer. And I just keep it up. So and you then, find yourself like turning in a little earlier or yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put this video game down yeah. now because I, I got to get up No video it. games after 9 30, 10 o'clock. Oh, look at you go. No more. Like I got to go to bed. Like maybe some YouTube videos, mm-hmm. uh, anime here and there. Oh, dude. Mm. Um, new anime I want you to watch. Which called one? Baki. You ever heard of Baki the Grappler? Yeah. You remember from the 90s and stuff? This, I, go on. <laughs> so there's a new one that just came out. Mm-hmm. And it's Baki 2018. And it continues directly from the 90s anime wow. to now. Okay. And it's on Netflix in Japan. Oh. <laughs> what? But. Did you see? Did, I know. On. I know. But. <laughs> it's going to. I have a website. Okay. That you can watch. All it's right. subbed. And they're up to like episode 15. And for anyone that's listening, Baki the Grappler is one of the toughest animes ever because it actually incorporates real martial arts. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous looking people. They're all muscular and huge and crazy yeah. and stuff. But real martial arts. Was, like, this, was this the one where it's like a... a, a a, a kid and then like his father and then like he had to do this like crazy training thing where he uh, had these cables attached to him and he's like held back yeah and like he had to like punt he could only like move a foot but then he got held back but yeah. then like it got farther and then soon he was able to reach like whatever the training dummy mm-hmm. and he was just so much stronger yep. in fact he fought like a jujitsu guy in like yep. episode two or three Something and it was like, like some crazy triangle hold yep and 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 the, and the guy like busted out of it that's why they call him a grappler because like he was doing it. He was like doing MMA and stuff. And you know what I remember? It's real tough. But I, I remember like uh, the one of the first like opponents that eventually became like his rival friend or mm. whatever. Like he got stabbed in the side with with a knife or, oh, or something, and then he like he's like, <gasps> and then like the, the knife came out and it he's like, oh. out. he's like, uh, are you gonna be okay? He's like, I'm gonna be fine. And the blood's gushing out, and then like he passes. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's way like, stronger now. <laughs> No, totally. Cool, like, man. That's, it's a good I one. I do remember this was years ago. This is like 05, 06 that I think I started watching that. Yeah, that show's old. Anyway. It's, it just made a surprise comeback like that. Wow. Fooly Cooly is another show. that's It's not martial arts, but that's a show that was like done in 2002. And just we were talking back. about sleep. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, right. Just random tangents. Of anime. <laughs> um, I sleep. I make sure that I like I set reminders on my phone. Like, did you eat today? Like at random times, like it's like 11, did you eat? It would be like 2 p.m. Like, 
Did you take a nap? Exactly. You need all those. I'm showing you my like phone right now. And like pretty much two to th- every mm-hmm. two to three hours is like an alarm goes off. Yep, and it could should. be for something. Is you? It could be something as simple. And this is especially for me because I work a desk job. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of them literally says, stand up. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. <laughs> Mine is like, um, I have one that's like, uh, relax your jaw. Because the people take a lot of attention they put in there. Like, I, I grind my teeth sometimes unknowingly. That's why I chew gum a lot. Hmm. And I'll be like, relax your jaw. Let your tongue sit in the bottom of your jaw instead of at the roof of your mouth. Because that's also stress because it's pressure. And that's a stem because I have an oral fixation. I'll find myself Interesting, doing that. yeah. So that relaxes me as a whole, as a person. Be like, where are your shoulders positioned? I'll roll them back and I'll sit up. I'm like, okay, I'm protecting my spine. I'm finding little tiny things that I do daily that are all becoming right. You just adjusted the way you said it. I've I've been doing all all of this because I, uh, we'll talk about it later, but I recently started getting into yoga. So yeah, yeah, go on. I've been doing that too. I've been like, hold, hold this position. Just do Mm -hmm. that. Feel your body. How does it feel? You're tired. And then when I get tired in yoga, I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Like I'll just, I'll stop because I'm like, I don't want to gas out. I want to. Go from I was talk, we did we talk about Farasahabi and stuff and the way he trains and works at like no maybe um like he was talking about doing pull ups if you can do if you can max out doing ten pull ups um, who is this Farasahabi he's um GSP's training coach okay. and a bunch of other UFC's training coach he was like well for working out don't work out to your max his philosophy is not work out to your max it should be fun should be functional it should you should be able to work out hard every day rather mm-hmm. than work out hard monday and take work out off. hard tuesday take wednesday off be sore thursday and then be able to go hard friday again because if you could do 10 pull-ups on monday and then you'll be hurting till thursday you should only be doing six pull-ups on monday so then tuesday you could do six pull-ups and then wednesday you could do six pull-ups and then thursday comes Instead of only having repped out 20 pull-ups <laughs> this week, you would have done 24 pull-ups or 36 pull-ups. And, you know, like... This is the training smarter. Training smarter. And then I'm becoming... I've, I have to be persistent with it. Mm-hmm. I have to be relentless, and I can't not do it. It's mm-hmm. all about consistency. So, like you were saying, all these words, I've taken it to be lifestyles. Now, I have to yeah. do this, and I have to do it every day. Every hundred push-ups every day. You have to do it because the goal isn't to look like this. The goal isn't it's to be strong like this. It's to mm-hmm. be strong and to be able to your say, personal goals. My personal goals is to do all these things, and it's making me more confident because I'm beating my own battles. I'm not doing things that people see. I'm winning in my head. So then when they see me, they're like, "You look different. You look happier." Oh, you slum out a little bit, and that's my own little victory. Do you also find yourself that as these things start to uh, come into place, like I would just say, but like prior, I I know a lot of people they they post a lot mm-hmm. on, on Instagram or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. They just gotta, oh, I'm doing blah blah blah. I'm doing, mm-hmm. and it's usually like the most mundane task yeah. ever. And it's kind of like the more that you do and the more you accomplish, like the volume that you want to like yell out about it's it, less. just like just just goes down it's and down less. because like you're too busy. For what? For exactly. Why? I and, would and be you, I'd be doing it every day if I showed you how often I was in jujitsu, uh-huh. training hard, man, sweaty geese and but dude, I'd be doing that literally. You get bored. You wouldn't yeah. be looking at me. I know where he is, you know. And yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't want to show it off as much, but I've I've been like on Instagram Live maybe twice, and 
One time was to show off this random kid that was like, I'll rap for a dollar. He yelled at me out a window. I'll rap to you for a dollar, son. And I was like, all right, I'm putting your bars on Instagram. Let's go. And he rapped for me and it was tight. And the other time was me um, beating a personal goal of like benching 150 pounds because I've maxed out 220 before in my life once. but mm-hmm. And that's a big deal for me. But for my body type, I've never done a lot of weightlifting. And when sure. I was in high school, I had a really bad track coach who was really good at pushing the upperclassmen, but his way of like motivating underclassmen was like, oh, you should be able to do this, and you should be able to blah, blah, blah. And like he said to me when I was trying to bench, I couldn't really hit 145. He's like, you should be able to fart, and that shit should go up. And, uh, and that made me afraid to fail. I didn't want to, I rarely touched the bench. For oh. the next eight years of my life, I didn't touch the bench. Interesting, I didn't like yeah. it. And then when I built that bench press in my room, I didn't touch it for seven months after I built it. And then I started just using the bar. And like maybe four months ago, I put 145 on. I'm like, you could do this. Banged it out five times. Five times I hit it. And I'm like, I'm five times stronger than what I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Now I can do that without even thinking. I can do 145 many times as I want. And I had to put it on Instagram because I wanted everybody else to know you can do it. You can. I told myself I could do it. I took my baby steps. And if I take 10,000 baby steps and you just start running, I'm still so much further ahead than if I had just hauled ass from a dead stop. I took all these little steps. You know, if I were to say, hey, Aki, can we race from here to the gym? You're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, but let me get 10,000 baby steps ahead of you. <laughs> and then I'll just keep baby stepping. And then you can haul ass if you want. I'm still ahead of you. Good you analogy. Know? So yeah. that's how I think about everything I'm doing now. It's like, keep just taking baby steps. And when I when I tell anybody anything, like even now, I don't want any glory. I don't want even recognition. Just recognize that I said <laughs> it. But I want you all to put it into practice because I want you to be like, hey, that one time with Mario Bench 145, that helped me to run the Tough Mudder. So I'm be like, dude, that's awesome that you ran the Tough Mudder. It, it's not me talking about me again. It's you, your victory. I'm so mm-hmm. happy that me motivating myself could help you because I want to help you because I was you. I, me talking to you all, listen, I was you. I am you. We are the same. We're all the same. And I want you to be better than you were because you can do it. And I believe in y'all. Personally, and this is just my my just selfishness behind it, I think uh, what you've been talking about for the, you know, over an hour here, <laughs> especially with all the stories and, and everything that built up to it, I think it's uh I think it's the 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 most effective form of motivation. As opposed to, I think Instagram stories max out, what, 15 seconds? Yeah, uh, you know? something like that. Like a minute maybe now or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would love, yeah, direct them here. <laughs> be like, boom, boom. Right. You, want, you want to know how to do this? Check it out. Check, check out this podcast. Check this out. Because, I sure will. Because as you were just saying, baby steps, there was a lot of steps that go into it. A lot it. of steps. And there's a lot of thought that you put into this. A lot. Because I'm an overthinker. I'm, but I'm overthinking positively now. You're overthinking positively. Not only that, you 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 have this whole reservoir, just mm. waterfall that you focused into your words that you're choosing now to uh, lay down. And we like water, my friend. <laughs> we like water, <laughs> and it shows. Like this Thank is you. the this this is the type of fo- focus that that's needed. Mm-hmm. And not only that, here is the story behind it. This here's. Here's the context. Yeah. 
because I I could sit another person and you've probably we've heard a bunch of yeah, other great people, yeah. not just this podcast, just anyone else, and you hear their uh, yeah. personal battle. I forgot who said this. They uh, basically uh, said, "You are your own hero in your own play." Mm. Everyone, yep. everyone is their own hero in their own play. Yep. And then uh, I've heard Mike Rowe uh, from Dirty Jobs. He said mm. this. He said, uh, "Everybody is the sun in their own, in their own solar system. Mm. Everything revolves around them." Yeah, beautiful. So it's their personal context. It's yeah. your personal context yeah. of like what you've had to do in order to reach what you uh, have been achieving and having breakthroughs for yep. today. So yep. props to that. Before you even came in, you said that there's a lot of other great stuff going on mm-hmm. outside. I'm assuming this is outside of jiu-jitsu as well, yeah. too? Yeah, inside, outside, just what, what else has been happening for uh, you? School, me applying to schools and stuff. I'm real excited about that. My life's about to change. Um, apartment. Um, what else? I'm going on trips, and I draw more. I'm starting to sketch. Shout out to Steve DeFinio. He's shown me the the ways to sketch he was like just just sketch what you see and learn mm-hmm. and like i'm embracing my artistic side to have, where have you have you drawn before um before little sketches i would do tattoos and i used to um i <laughs> it's gonna be new to some people but i used to graffiti and tag up Go a lot yeah and um i got in trouble with that and then i didn't like it because i always felt like art like from a educational point of view it's very cut and dry the way a lot of teachers would do it. Mm. And um, shout out to Miss B at Bradford. She, Miss um, Batista, has been telling me, like, it's free form. Like, your picture is going to look different from mine, and even if we draw the same thing. So you need to accept what it looks like from your point of view mm-hmm. and make it look nice from there. I'm like, okay. And then I just, just do it. She's like, it's just be happy about what you're doing. And I've taken that back into jujitsu as well, just flow. Just let it be what it is. So I've it's been, interesting that you've got, you're getting expanding to another area of uh, of of another art. Mm-hmm. Just like jujitsu is a martial art. Yep. Now you're going to a specific type of uh, yep. visual art. I've been drawing socks because I'm mm-hmm. really big in the socks. You know, I've been designing socks. Hopefully, I'll have um, a sock line coming out. I'll let that be known. Um, next time I'm here uh, 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 for the fifth time um, <laughs> uh, in the future, but though, so I'll have some for you then. I'll have some mm. drawings and stuff, but uh, socks. I've been writing two books. I told you about that before, and I've been writing more about that. I've just been exploring what makes me happy, like mm-hmm. just these little things that I was like, oh, you can't be a writer because you know you you never even got honor roll, man. Like, would you? you doing how are you gonna like but th- these are little things these are mm-hmm. that's a little battle of mine i'm like well, dude, write it down man somebody else could edit it and this that and you could be great and you could do whatever you want and i'm doing it now i'm just doing these little things that make me feel better like i'm teaching myself how to do a handstand and stuff and i've been well um, one of the dads at the gym has been showing me at the beginnings of breakdancing nice. i've just been lo- that's been helping me to loosen up and move more fluidly and just do stuff that you enjoy and can smile about at the end of the day you know like everything we focus on in life even as adults and i can only speak from my millennial age but it's like the world is so dark and it's like so grim like even when i was leaving high school and college like like by the time I graduated college, a college degree for a bachelor's meant a high school degree. Like it meant nothing. Mm-hmm. It was like you're all gonna be in debt. And you all got a degree. Whoop de do enjoy. Mm-hmm. But like it was that's the message that was thrown at us, and we're so focused on like 
being successful and so focused on having money and these like social media goals and all these other people that all this idolatry and stuff. And I'm like, well, what makes me happy? Mm. Like, what do I like? Once again, you're starting to figure, uh, you're starting to ask these questions about yourself as opposed yeah. to trying to answer other people's questions. I don't care about these other people's questions because <laughs> I got my own questions right now. When I'm done asking my questions, then I'll focus on what I mm-hmm. can do for other people. As for right now, what I can do is grow in my best way that I can be. And whoever feels that they can relate to me, I can help them grow because they can take the same steps as me. If you don't feel that way, I mean, enjoy my story, bro. Or sis, just enjoy it. Isn't it, isn't it weird now? Because now all these things that people have said in the past to you, now it's kind of a bunch of them. You start questioning, like, wait a minute. Yeah. You told me that it, it was supposed to be this. Yeah. And without even me uh, thinking or like trying uh, this thing for myself yeah. or whatever. I wonder how many things you have been wrong about. Oh, I'm well, going to find out for myself. That's one of the main reasons why I do jujitsu in the first place is mm. because like, I've always done martial arts. I did that cause I was bullied and such and such. We heard the story before, but I never really wanted to compete and stuff because my mom was always afraid of me having an asthma attack mm-hmm. of rightfully. So it's scary that to know your child has trouble breathing. Like that's supposed yeah. to be, if I told you, if I was a doctor, it was like, yeah, Warren can't blink. He has eyelids, but he has to force himself to blink. You'd probably be like, okay, Warren, so you can't go to, like, the desert or anything because like, <laughs> you're going to have a, a tough time out there. Like, she didn't want me to do, like, football and all this stuff, which thankfully yeah. I didn't get CTE. So that's – thank God for that. But in the same aspect, I was afraid to, like, push my body to these yeah. upper limits because of my – already restrictions now i'm like these things don't define me like yeah i'm the dude whose chest sounds like (sighs) that wasn't edited folks no that's what my breathing sounds like quality mics exactly (laughs) real that's mic check (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's how much mucus is in my chest dog that's what i walk around with and you just heard all me talk about all this stuff you can do it. Cause I think you just blew out someone's car stereo speakers. Facts. Test that bass. <laughs> What's that bass like? <laughs> what it's hitting for? But that's that's real. That mm-hmm. This is my personal baggage that I mm-hmm. hold. And it's like breathing is hard. You going to let it stop you? No. It's just going to take me a little longer to get to the top. That's all. Mm-hmm. I just got to run a little slower. But my baby steps are still progress. Because I'm running my and own And they're race. accumulating. Yep. It's, it's adding up, man. And I'm getting there. And I feel real good about it. I feel so excited. Like, I I would get so amped up before, like, jujitsu class because I'm like, I can't wait to, like, show myself what I can do just from being happy, just from being a little bit better mentally, what you can do. You know, I've heard from Jocko Willink. I don't know if you ever listened to, to his pop podcast. Jocko? Jocko Willink. Yeah. No. Like he's he, uh, he's like that former Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly guy. who yeah. he is. Yeah, he is very intimidating. <laughs> he said, um, I think he... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was him, or he read it from somewhere, that you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most. Yep. You ever hear that? I sure did, and I stand by that. That's right. Absolutely. Purely amalgamation of the five people I'm with around the most. (coughs) Your spouse, um, coaches, teachers, whoever I talk to, my family, all these people, they, they matter, and that adds to me. But I've I'm trying to make it like 10. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to expand it. I want I want more of the positive people that I have in my life because I've already cut out a lot of the fat. I've go. already cut out a lot of the bad friends that I had, the ones that do me wrong, and I put them in certain boxes. I'm like, okay, you're just the friend that 
I'll hang out with when my other friends invite and there's no bad blood. I just know you're not that good for me. So Mm -hmm. you're cool to hang out with in doses and maybe (laughs) I'll send you some Instagram things here and there, but I don't really want to. He did this. Mo- he did this most recent one where he uh, uh, was doing a Q and A, mm-hmm. and one of the questions he got was, "What happens if you just have like a really toxic manager or a toxic co co worker? Just mm-hmm. something where, again, a coworker or a manager. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be one of the five people you're going to hang out with yeah. the most that you involuntarily cannot choose. Yep. You know, and." And he said, one of the coolest things that I'm taking to heart right now, he said, you can't choose who your leaders are, Mm -hmm. but you can choose the relationship you have Mm -hmm. with with that person. Mm -hmm. That person's an asshole. Okay. Find out like what, what it is to like, you're going to be, you're stuck in this job with them. You're going to be with them. Find out how to coexist. What if you can't, you know, obviously the, the simple answer is, oh, just quit. Just find something. That's I'm like, Are you broke though? <laughs> <laughs> you ever live off ramen for two weeks straight? <laughs> Thanks. I have. So well, let's talk you, about you, it. You, you find out the avenue to have to deal with this person. Somehow you're going to have to deal with it. You have to, you know, and I'm so. not going to run from my problems. I'd rather deal with it. I deal with like, dude, education system is filled with just like, just so many women. And that's not the problem. But mm. I think there's too many women, mm. and they get on each other's nerves, mm. and then they're like it's just cat. Like there's little girls' clubs and stuff, and like mean girls. You'd be surprised how much school is like school from the teacher's point of view. Like they <laughs> act like they're in school. Dude, it's you, crazy. I, I, I'm going to tell you this from the from the software development side because like every everyone uh, they communicate on on this. Uh, thing called slack it's like a oh, i hate slack i know exactly it. what it is oh well, success academy doesn't scarred me so anything this slack, is this is, Trello, this is what, dojo this is, all that yeah, stuff this I is what it. all of them, this is what all of them communicate nope, on for. anyway <laughs> but you would be surprised how it's just exactly the chatter that you're mm-hmm. thinking about but all in uh uh little slack channels like that 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 high school cli- that high school clicky thing I hate the, it the talking behind each other's back and I like really it really mean stuff yeah mean just things. stuff that you thought like i thought this was done after high school like did you did you guys no. ever grow up and apparently i've heard a so my sociology teacher told me you you're never really out of high school like that's kind of what it, you're just in a different environment it's, it's you just never like really this, leave and it's just this base level yeah. of of connivingness mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the right word but that's you know exactly word. what I'm ta- yeah you know exactly what i'm, what I'm, what I'm talking about mm-hmm. two-facedness yeah too hi oh yes let's 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 hang out next week yes oh i had so much fun let's jesus christ look at this mm-hmm. fucking you know asshole she, you know my husband like, like, just this whoa. just the fakest smile that I you've ever seen just you can see their cheek muscles mm-hmm. just and you see their teeth like oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. did you ever see uh uh, this is an old movie with Tom Hanks, League of Their Own. No, this, this is an old one where he was the manager of an all girls baseball team okay. or something like that. But uh, he he's a, he's just this drunk. He doesn't want to be the manager, uh-huh. and they so they announce him, and and they say, "Oh, the legendary manager, so and so." And he he gets up there, he's smiling, he waves to the crowd, he goes, "No, you little fucking asses, you can all, you can all kiss my ass." <laughs> That's how it be sometimes. Smiling and cursing yep. through their teeth. So, yeah, I don't want that. I found that um. It's easier for me to be like, I'm not here to be liked. 
Like I mm. came to work to work. I'm a mm-hmm. fish. I get in arguments with my coworkers sometimes, but I after my last year's incident with like a, a racist teacher and like all this other stuff and just having to protect the kids from her and this whatever it was. Jeez, I, it, it was really bad. And I'm not even gonna put her out there because I, I want the best for her. Sure, but she need she needed help and stuff. But I had to learn from that. That was a big life lesson that I had to overcome. And now I'm like, okay, I'm at work. Not to be liked. We're not friends. If we become friends, cool. But we're not here to be friends. It's not a popular contest. I'm here to be efficient. I'm here to do my job. Mm-hmm. So you either get with it or get over it. But I got into it with a teacher a couple weeks ago. And I told her, I'm like, look, you made me uncomfortable. The way you're talking made me uncomfortable. I don't like it. It was kind of demeaning. Such and such and such. And she's like, okay, well, uh, this makes me and it was like a it was like a back and forth. But at the end of the day, the next time I saw her after we had corrected, it, I said everything I had to say. We got the plans and imparted. She was like, I I gave her a compliment, and she looked shocked that I gave her a compliment. And I was like, you're professional. I want you to know that like, I respect you professionally. And now she and I have gone hit or miss, but we were building a rapport because personally, I'm not the biggest fan of this one. Sure. As a professional, she does her job. Yes. I need that. Mm-hmm. We don't got to be friends. I want you to do your job. So she has my back. She has covered me. Like, within this past week, something happened. She was like, mm, Mr. Hamlin did da, da, da. She She put, laid it down for me. I'm like, I like that. Thank you very much. And that's the respect level I need. So I'm like, I'm not here to be liked. I don't care what y'all say about. You can say whatever you want behind my back. If you ain't hard enough to bring it to my face, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because obviously you're scared to say it to me. I don't care. You think this is all obviously became a lot easier as well, too, from everything that you've been doing as far as living this lifestyle and gaining this confidence and training, et cetera, et cetera. Breaking ceilings, man. That's all (laughs) I'm doing is I got a sledgehammer. I'm just just being relentless. Like I'm taking it right to my everything my coaches and everybody's been all this, even the advice you've given me, I'm taking it directly to heart. And I thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Eki. Oh, thank you, man. Whit Myers. Thank you, Salapsoang. Thank you, Petersons. Thank you, everyone I train with. Thank you, everybody that just texts me and snaps me dumb things. Like it checks on me every now and again. Thank you for checking on your strong friend. Everybody hug your strong friend because mm-hmm. they need it too. Thank everybody that's like giving me any type of motivation and advice within the past six months. Thank you very much. Even the bad things. Thank you all too. Like, I'm happy for it because everything I am is what it's made me. All these things have made me. And I'm like, I'm not a a direct result of my stipulations and the bad stuff I've gone through. I'm just the amalgamation of being persistent and consistency. I'm going to be the embodiment of just willpower and just doing what I want. This is this is a, probably the third or fourth time we've brought this up on this podcast. Did you listen to uh, Joe Rogan's interview with David Goggins? What are you talking about? I listen to random clips of Joe Rogan. Like I, I like him in doses. I recommend you to listen to the podcast he did with this guy, uh, David Goggins, mm. uh, former Navy SEAL, okay. former uh, or, or uh, ultra marathon runner. Came okay. from nothing. Self-admitted piece of shit growing uh-huh. growing up. Obese, et cetera, et cetera. Dead end job being like an exterminator for roaches or something. Eek. Always quit. Always, 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 always quit. Like for like 20 plus years of his life. Just mm. quit at everything. Mm. <sighs> He, his mental thing is 
as much as people talk about like motivational speaking, he's yeah. figured out a way to tap into uh, this reservoir that a lot of people don't realize that they have. And he says that since I can do it because I'm, I'm a piece of shit, anyone can do it. That's what I'm saying. And it is a create. I would highly recommend it to you I'm because gonna it's gonna it's gonna give you it's gonna give you another mm-hmm. uh, uh, different type of gas tank, different type of yep. re- reserve he, gas. He sounds tank. just like what I've been preaching. He's, I, I think you're really gonna. Thing. I think you're really gonna enjoy. I'm it. excited right now. So uh, I'll <laughs> I'll let you know what what what, what that is. So I think we're nearing the, the end of it because yeah, it man. flew. You almost did two hours. Nice. Is there anything else you wanted to get out there, or anyone else that you want uh, a, a, a story or something else that you you've been experiencing, like when you were on your way over here, um, like oh, I definitely got to get this out. Um, probably one more story after sure. these couple shout outs, but yeah, just shout out to everybody in North South. Shout out to everybody that uh, supports me. Shout out to everybody that doesn't support me. Shout mm. out to everybody. That said something rude to me, and shout out to everybody that said something nice about me. And I want to say I love you guys. I love everybody, and even the people I don't really like that much. I love you. I want you to do well. I want you to be better so that I could like you. But I don't have to like everybody. I'm looking I'm, forward to the next five uh, podcasts we do with you uh-huh. because this is this is Excited. obviously the one where where you've you, you've hit like. Uh, the breakthrough Broke or this transition period. So Let's go get after it. Man. It's cool to hear all the, uh, we'll check in with you like every other month or something. Every month. You guys, you're hey, a popular guest. I, I love I having like you. It. I like it. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and yeah, guys, it's all about consistency. Be relentless, be persistent, be consistent. And most importantly, be you. Yep. Note yourself, listen to your body, listen to your mind. You are the soul. That's it. Peace out. That's it. Didn't you have a story? Nah, no more stories. Cool. I am the story. You are ah, the story. That's the way to finish it. Thank you very much, Mario. Thank you for having me. And you can see why I love talking to Mario. Look at that. Just a whole gamut of, of reasons why one would hold back in, in talking, in, in engaging with people, and even in a jiu-jitsu tournament. It, it runs the whole gamut, social anxiety. And I'm, and I'm really, really uh, proud to have um, had this podcast and talk with Mario about it. Get in touch with us, as always, uh, at Podcast at Gmail, Instagram, and on Facebook. And we thank you for listening and all the support, uh, the continued support. And we love you all. And we will definitely see you next time. Uh, hopefully, maybe even with the midweek podcast with the wonderful Jessica. 